daddy from too much bait, you ought to see me do my stuff. While Papa from Polk had hollered, I don't want to get rough. You want to know just what we got, got good rhythm and swing it hot. I'm a ding-dong daddy from too much bait, you ought to see me do my stuff. Swing out out. I just feel like I haven't made loud noises into the microphone for a little while. That is one of the more true statements I've had in a long time. Because I uh, thought the last time we recorded an episode was at most two months ago. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh, it's six. <laughs> oh, no. Is that right? Oh, September, no. October. Yeah, that's six months. It has been half a year. Well, you're doing better than me because I couldn't count that in my head. (laughs) Well, and maybe that's why I thought it was two because I tried to rush that counting. You know me in numbers. September, March. It's fucking March is the problem. Dude, it's Trarch. It's Trarch. Right after Truckuary. Guys, I hope you all had a great January, Truckuary, and now early beginning to Trarch. Early beginning of Trarch. We got some sunshine right now. Full spring. Yeah, it's spring of deception. (laughs) <laughs> um, that's one of my favorite lists. That's one of my favorite Tolkien books. <laughs> <laughs> Joking, rolking, rolking, Tolkien. Yeah, you've heard of wrote, them. Uh, the Spring of Deception. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, no, it was like 60 degrees the other day and very nice. And then it's supposed to be 20 again this next week. Wah, wah. Why? It, Madison and I were out on walk a little while ago and she was, she's like a flower mm-hmm. in that she goes outside and like literally, you can see her gathering energy from the sun, a la photosynthesis. She's a photosynthesizer. Yeah, and so we're like on a walk, and she's like bouncing all around and stuff like this. And I was like, I love this for you, but I'm also so sad to tell you this won't be here next week. Right. And she was like, No, like I know that, but like let me have it. Literally three days later, it snowed like four inches, and she was like. <sighs> Ah, uh, why are you doing this to me? And it's like I didn't. I I did this so you would enjoy it even more while we had it because right. everyone who's lived here knows it's going to be at least May before. Yeah, it's going to be May. It's going to be May. But it's beautiful outside today. Yeah, it's it's great, and we've had we've had nice sun. It's not windy. It's I feel like it's been unseasonably Dude, it's windy. It's been fucking windy. Um it was negative twenty seven degrees with the wind chill. That was two hor- weeks ago. Dude, okay. I was um, like I get the little the app on my uh like desktop or whatever yeah. that just shows the weather and it got added and I don't know how. Right. It's just there you without permission. Yeah. But I looked and I thought it was broken because I was like <laughs> it it can't be negative twenty outside. But then I remembered, uh oh, it's February. And here we are, negative 20. Classically. And like literally eight minutes later, it was like, it's five degrees now. I was like, how did it jump 25 degrees and it's still cold as fuck? It's only because the wind stopped. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah. We we have like a, we got a, finally got a heated water bottle for our rabbits. Mm. Um, So that's good because then we don't have to, Rose was changing their water like five times a day. Well. To make sure they weren't. Well, you can't give them like boiling water because, ow. Yeah. And so. Like it was cold enough that even that, which we have like kind of behind a windscreen, so yeah. they have a place where they can be out of the elements. Sure. Um, even that was like starting to frost up a little bit, and it's plugged into the wall. Like, right. It's actively the whole drawing back of it is a heli- heating element. Right. And it's like okay, now it's it's too cold. I was who was I talking to recently? Somebody from like 
I don't remember where, but they were basically just like, oh, I've never experienced, I've experienced zero degrees, but I've never experienced like negative 20. I'm like, to be honest with you, it's the same. It is. Like, There's a point. Functionally, it just is cold. You Unless can't really it's... tell a difference. But when wind kicks in, that's when you feel it. Then it's angry. If it's just ambient temperature outside is zero to negative 30, not a huge difference. Yeah. Especially if the sun's out. Right. But the second the wind comes, like, there was, okay, that day that it was negative 20 truly felt warmer because when the wind cut out, it was, like, a pretty nice day. Mm-hmm. Um, then, like, two days later where it was, like, 15 degrees, I went out to get my car, and I was, like, chilled to my bone. Yeah. Because it was windy as shit. And I was like, I don't want this. <laughs> because when it's blue and bre- beautiful outside, I never see nothing more beautiful than, than you. And so when I see that, I think, Nice. But then when I look at the temperature and my skin sees that, it thinks, not as nice. Would my bones see that through my skin? True. Fucking, and it has, I feel like humidity plays a part too, because like, if it's humid and cold, that's when you're really fucked. That's it's a pass like, for me. You're like, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna never move again, because everything stopped. Your bone marrow freezes in place. <laughs> like, you get brittle. Dude, I've been brittle. <laughs> You I turned, are, I turned 29 in two brittle. days, and I'm also turning 97 in two days. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that I've always been old. Well. Like, yeah, you hear the whole, like, age is a number. But it's normally only, or like, age is only a number. It's meant to, like, inspire people. Right. And I'm like, truly for me, that is correct. Right. Age might be. I've been old as for such a long time. I think it's kind of played at this point. I think leveling every year. Is yeah. more inspiring. Like, yeah, I'm level 29. But age, I feel like, is more how you're feeling. Yeah. And leveling is, like, where you're at. I feel like, yeah. So let's go through some, what buffs do I get at 29? Because you're a little Ooh. older than me. <clears throat> um, what? 29 is a weird year, too, because it's, like, turning 19. You get Where a, you're not in your yeah. 30s yet, but you're, like, at the clearly at the end of your 20s. I feel like it's your last, like big hurrah to be 20 you get a little extra energy to like sure, hey so can, here's yeah. the thing is i'm about to actually be 30 and it, it like sinks in a little bit okay um so you get like a plus two to dex yeah exactly okay um you get a little your recovery your health regen is a little bit faster sure like a plus one to stamina yeah. okay yeah um it's like it's not like being 21 where you were just drunk for an entire year yeah you're definitely it's like a minus two or three to charisma I right think. right <laughs> Because you're like, it's like, and your dexterity stays about the same. Yeah, you, you don't really lose anything the, there. If <laughs> your charisma definitely goes down, because if you're thirty, you at least have like the allure of saying, "I'm right. in my 30s. I'm thirty. Yeah, I'm an ha adult. ha ha, business, business, business. But, um, <laughs> but, but when you're 29, you just can't. You're just a really old 20 year old. Right. <laughs> like, right. You're just I'm 29. You're like, ooh, you're almost 30. You're like, ah, yeah, I, but I'm I, not. I might right? rather like, be, you know. You're right at this point. Just skip to <laughs> just it. Get me out of here. Um, just seconds ago, I told you I was turning 30 because in my head, I'm like, that's the same. Yeah. No, for sure. This is like the birthday prequel. Yeah. And the weird thing is, is like everybody feels like at 30, you have to have like your whole life organized yeah. and figure out. Have you, do you watch Love is Blind? I feel like I we talked about this during the first season. Yeah. But the second season is I done I haven't now. seen the second season, Ooh. but that dude who looks like a crackhead makes me dude, laugh every my time My favorite I one was when- they were like, it, he looks like a guy who's hiding that he got bit by a zombie. A hundred percent. Pulling That's on his collar and fucking looking real sus. And like, dude, he's got he's got coke energy. He for just sure. looks that is, itchy. That is all it is. He's an itchy man. Um, but the thing is, is that show all those people are between twenty eight 
And I think the oldest guy this season is like 35 or 36. Oh. Okay. And they are all at the point, at least before the show and like during the middle, the bulk of the show, mm -hmm. they're all at the same point of like, they think their life is over because they're not married. Right. But most of them also have a career and like own property. <laughs> right. And like so it's generally like generally doing pretty well for them. You're doing like most of my friends don't own yeah, houses. Like it's <laughs> impossible right now. <laughs> I just had a flashback to our Super Bowl party where all but one of us owns a house. Oh, yeah. And we just shit on him the whole time. The whole time. Because he would try. The privilege. And, yeah, he'd try and be mean to us. And it's like, yeah, we'll get back to me when you own a piece of property, son of a bitch. <laughs> get back to me when you own land and a home, fam. Right. Get back to me when you're not paying rent. Yeah, true. Pay God. rent to yourself, dog. Right. Build that equity, boss. <laughs> And that's the thing is he has like a good, very solid job and a long term relationship. Right, has and been a established. And like, yeah, and a dog that we like, now know about. Yeah. I, I feel like we need to address the fact that we haven't podcasted in six months and say, huh, our plan now is to maybe go every month. We're just aiming for once don't, a month. Don't hold us to that. Yeah. But we're trying to put these out more consistent. Yeah. Because he does to, the yeah. same thing where right. you like are having a conversation. He just says something like, you know it. And you're like, wait, what are you talking mm -hmm. about? You said what? He did that to his mom. They got a dog. <laughs> and then just like mid conversation, he goes, yeah. And I was walking the dog the other day and she goes, oh, whose dog? And he goes, ours. Mine. Like she knows <laughs> like, that wait, they have a dog. Uh... <laughs> You have to tell them that you have the dog. That's the, to know. See that, and that's the thing. Like for us, podcasting every week, it's like okay, I don't leave my house anymore. Right. Not for bad reasons, but I work from home and right. then uh, work all the fucking time. And so, speaking of time, did I tell you that I work at time? Now? Oh, yeah. No, that <laughs> did has, I work that, at that has not been brought up on the podcast. Is it really? Yet? Not? I was trying. To, okay, so this is the other. So I work at Time Magazine now. <laughs> Uh, which is totally insane. Actually, Time O Magazine. Yeah, now. damn, you're right. Um, and that has been phenomenal. It's been really wild. I I assumed that it was just hang out on Discord and community build, but instead, it's that. Plus, like, I'm flying to LA in like three weeks nice. to go do events out there, and Ooh. like, I had an email like from an international corporation being like, "We would love to partner with you," and I'm like, "Wow, I am a baby." <laughs> you <laughs> typed in this combination of of letters and but got my 30. email, dude. No, <laughs> I'm baby. I'm not thirty. Gross. <laughs> and somebody's gonna be mad about that, and they're thinking, Tyler, you call him thirty old a little bit, maybe. But so am I. I'm not mad about that. Um. So that's been kind of wild. Is that like that job I was – basically the, the funniest explanation or the, the simplest explanation is I am a digital community manager for Time Magazine, which wow. doesn't explain a lot. But – It gives people an idea. That's what I told Madison to start telling people. Yeah. She's like, hey, it's kind of sus when I just tell people you trade JPEGs online. <laughs> and it's like that is what I do. <laughs> but <laughs> – um, I try to give them the backstory that you met some friends, you got a job. <laughs> yeah, I met now some friends, I interviewed with Time Magazine, and then here we are. Like, but but I I, I really that's kind of it, you know. <laughs> I had friends who had similar taste in JPEGs and also real smart <laughs> noggins. They got jobs at Time first, saw a hole, 
asked if I want an interview and boom, here right. we are. And there you go. You, I mean, you've covered your bases of like, oh, you get to use your communication degree. <laughs> Dude. And you've had to like work really hard to work for the law. We're getting, so, yeah, we're getting drinks with one of our professors tonight. Yeah. And, I, uh, and I'm talking with the honor society like a week from now about how to use your communication degree. Hell yeah. And I'm That's like, awesome. it, it's so funny too, because everybody's always like, oh, you hear like, oh, liberal arts degrees. And <laughs> those are just soft sciences. You won't do anything with those. It's like, I truly use that degree. Every single day. Yeah. Because it's just people. And, like, while I'm not using my law degree in the sense of, like, oh, great, I'm prosecuting cases or whatever, like, the traditional sense, it's like, no, I definitely have to, like, we have mods in seven different countries. How do we get them paid? Right? Like, that's something I have to, like, look into. Right. And so, yeah. And so it's been, uh, so that's been kind of wild. That's been the major thing in my world. Nice. Uh, What's what's been the major thing in your world? Um, nothing. Everything's the same. Oh, okay. Except things are open again. That is and true. So like I've been doing shows again and stuff, which oh, is yeah. very nice. I uh was on a slide through November and December. It was like I don't know how to make music anymore. It's a really and long then, slide. Yeah. <clears throat> and then it was that icy, can't be safe you know, for a so playground. I kept my space pretty or my two speed, whole months. What'd well. you eat while you were there? Nothing. Oh, okay. Nothing. I ate. Despair oh. and oh. cold. I think it's a coal. <laughs> that too. Christmas was real. Your teeth have never looked whiter. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. Um, and so January, it was like, I need to make a mixtape. And so I did. And it's I great. was super happy. Thank you. It's wonderful. Super happy with how it came out. And that was like, oh, great. And then shows just started popping up. And I was like, oh, great. That's wonderful. Because I could just do that and again now. So I'm just going to, I'm just doing that and Perfect. coaching. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah. It's a, uh, Things are going well. I'm excited for the weather to be nice again because we've been, I guess the biggest thing is like we've been disc golfing very aggressively. I love that. Um, Sterling and I went out and played sometimes four times a week all winter out at, out at the fort. And so we like, I had to get like uh, yak tracks so I wouldn't slip on the ice. Okay. This is a, I hate to interrupt. Is the, are those good? Um, Do they work? You have to like, is my backpack in here? Do you tread carefully? You have to, I would, I would suggest buying, I would, I would pay up. Sure. Like, so mine were 40 bucks a pair. Okay. And they are like ice cleats. Uh, Oh, So they have like grippies on the bottom. Audience, you can look at this too as I show Tyler behind the microphone. Yeah, you guys know what's going on. Um, But I like these pretty well. The ones that are more more metal and you mm-hmm. can like strap them over your shoe. Yeah. Those do work really well. Okay. Um some of them have like drop drop pieces. So like if you're walking on solid ground, I think they they kind of like close. Oh. Um and they have like little grippies for but the ones that have like just the coil on them. That's the eh. ones that I've seen. And and like I ask because like Madison loves going on walks and mm-hmm. we have like our little kind of circuit around here. Yeah. But during the winter it's hard because it's like, well I don't want to go out and blow an ACL or something right. on some something like these or like Costco sells ones with like little pins okay. in what the bottom. Costco tell? I fucking love Costco. Right. Those ones work pretty well. Um I've hiked in those but they're they just don't have enough like uh contact with your shoe sure so if you have to like change direction or if you're going downhill they tend to slide around yeah. a little bit um but these ones for like flat ground and stuff were great good to know but you've been called go- you got like a whole you got, got like a, a whole, whole setup you got a whole backpack. backpack you're like you're the guy who on the mountain i would now be like he knows what he's doing and i like to hope that i kind of do but we've only been playing this is our second year playing sure but 
we can also crush. Um, yeah, that's awesome. You have literally a basket right yeah, here in the studio. I have studio a basket right in the studio now. It needs to go in the garage. I just haven't organized the garage. Happens. And we built disc racks. So I am filling up my disc rack with discs. I love that. That I'll either use or not, not this use. Is, well, so this is like the next step up, right? Because yeah. I have like four discs and I right. used to have like one. Yeah. Where I was like, this does all the things. And then I was like, okay, no, there's a reason for the rankings and like some flip and some go left or right and all this stuff. So like that was that was stage two. That was the blue diamonds. Yeah. And I feel like you're on X Games mode now. Yeah, we're trying. Um, Like you know what like what disc you're going to pull for every shot and like you know how to make different discs do different stuff even around like the numbers that they have on them and what they're supposed to do um yeah mainly i just suck at putting now sure um and so as you see i have a stack of 10 putters and i have another 10 showing up in the mail (laughs) so i can try to start putting like 300 times a day that's smart um i did it a couple weeks ago and it was actually a lot of fun i just threw my headphones on and yeah put it 100 times from 15 feet 100 times from 20 feet and 100 times from 25 feet that sounds lovely it took like 40 minutes or whatever and I moved on with my life. That sounds so nice. Yeah. And it's, it's good it's practice. Cathartic. It's a good, dude, uh, that can is- take the, the dogs out with us. That has been the biggest thing I've realized over the last six months or so is that like I love shit that I can pop in a set of headphones and just fucking vibe. Right. Sometimes that's filling out forms. Sometimes that's like just going and doing the same old task. I got an Oculus. Yeah. Uh, one of those VR headsets. Sweet. And I've been playing golf in that. Ooh. Dude, I can burn through an 18, like, like 18 holes in like 20 minutes. Nice. Uh, maybe not 20 minutes, 30 minutes. But still, like, it's it's nice. It's cathartic. The, the cool thing about the game is it has playlists that, like, source okay. from YouTube. And so you can just select what kind of music you want. And it just, like, plays the video. So if you want to just take a break and watch the video, you can do that. Right. But then you can also just, like, play through these courses, and it's playing in the background. Sweet. And it's like, yeah, I can't go golf in the middle of January. And it's not perfect, but I'm not good enough at golfing anyway to know. Um, and so like, yeah, it's been awesome. Like that's been just a little like, okay, I need a mental break. I'll go play a front nine somewhere, take 20 minutes and then jump back into work or whatever. It's like, oh, that's awesome. It's not bad. What a good, what a good lunch break. It's a really good lunch break. (laughs) Not a sponsor. The sports barn that's in Missoula where you play indoor soccer. They got the virtual golf. I haven't been out there yet. Ones that you like, you know, you hit into the screen and we should definitely go do that. So you want to try that? Yeah. I'm trying to think it's only like. $40 $40 an hour, $45 not an hour, bad. and that's flat rate. It's not right. per person. So if you take four people, it's 10 bucks an hour per Deal. person. And so, yeah, and I suck at golf, so that would be more my bag. Perfect. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's cool that we have that option. Because we used to have a pro shop in town that had Yeah, that, I never but, went in there. They had, like, a super nice simulator. Yeah. But yeah. then I always felt like, okay, I'm definitely not good enough to, like, go into a legitimate golf-only store and right. try on their simulator. I'll break something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it's it's good to like just have something to do. We got to play yesterday and mm-hmm. it was finally like dry mm-hmm. and it was so easy. Like the the fort course is very it's very good like mid-level course. Everything's wide open. You don't have to worry about hitting trees. You can kind of just like learn how to shape your shots and so whatnot. That's but when what it's yeah. icy, it's like oh. oh now you're having to work hard to throw your disc. 300 feet or whatever every right. hole is and yesterday it was like oh i can actually take my run up and just crank these. right actually plant like, into the ground and not fall nice yeah great uh, so where does that this may be a very localized question where does that go around because i've heard about the fort course but i've never played it so it starts on south avenue where the big new gazebo is by the kids playset stuff there. okay um there's like a bike rack and 
there's a pole. So you throw there, you go towards the soccer fields. Okay. Um, around the uh, softball fields. Sure. And then it pretty much goes all the way around the softball fields and the dog park yeah. and the the big grassy side on the other side that doesn't have See, that, anything in it. That sounds so <clears throat> nice though because like that's the, I love playing like Blue Mountain mm-hmm. and like Patty Canyon, but mm-hmm. like they're just woodsy. Yeah. And it's like this is fine, but I would say out of 18 holes I'm probably hitting trees on 10 to 12 of them. Yeah. And it's like, well, okay, that's just kind of, again, growing right. up with it, that's how I understood disc golf to be. But it's like, it'd be kind of nice to be able to throw a disc and not have it just yeah. crash into a tree automatically. Yeah. I mean, the fort course is is nice. It's seasonal, though. So they sure. take it out at the beginning of April, I believe. Uh, um, and then Patty doesn't get put back in until July. Right. Um, and then they put a winter course at Linda Vista, which is actually really, really nice because- I mean, you're throwing on the ball golf course, right? And so it's nice and wide open. That one's that's a big course, though. and there's like, no there mosquitoes. Some huge there. shots. Um, yeah, I love that course, but oh my god, it's it's like our par three course here in Missoula, and yeah. like it is full of mosquitoes. Just the, all those ponds there are nasty. They're, they're grimy, they're and bad. and you always end up hitting a shot just a little too close. There's some that you have to like play over a bridge and shit like yep. that, and it's like yep. <sighs> they put that as a tunnel shot for. Um, Oh, that's cool. For disc golf. So you tee off at one end of the tunnel and it's, what do you, what do you say that's 150 feet? Yeah, probably, I mean, it's a decent straight yeah. line, maybe 15 feet wide. Damn. Of like, throw your disc dead straight down the just middle. Fucking it's darts. just like intimidating as shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, Amazing. But um, yeah, that's, that's, well, so I, that's I our know. catch that's, up. That's, that's what we've life. been up to. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's a great episode. I will right, see thank you. Thank you so much. Hey, man, we'll see you in April. <laughs> yep. Traperal. Traperal. Graperal. Truckuary. Um, let me see. I I do have a bunch of uh oh okay so I went to uh, Orange Street Food Farm. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to eat. I've been eating consistently healthier. I feel like I have changed my dieting habits. That's good. Um, I have not had McDonald's in fucking. I couldn't tell you the last time I ate McDonald's. Dude, honestly, good for which you. Which is a huge deal. That for is me. huge. Yeah, no, that's amazing. <laughs> um, but I was at Orange Street Food Farm, mm-hmm. uh, Ghetto Mart here in town. It's a wild. Um, yeah which famously has like a pretty decent meat section and produce section. And I was like, okay, I just need like a pork chop or something. Right. And so I went in there, I ended up buying four pork chops for $4. What? But before that I had been in there and this is what made me go there to buy these meats. Mm -hmm. I'm in line. I don't even remember what I was getting that day. And the guy in front of me has like a thing of bacon and bacon is like, you get what you pay for. So I paid Two ninety nine for on sale bacon, yeah. and it was just bacon fat. It wasn't. Yeah, it's it like wasn't bacon. The, it's <laughs> it was the like, idea of bacon, right? It smelled similar. It's the artist formerly known as bacon. <laughs> um, and so he has this package of bacon, and mm-hmm. the girl's not paying attention. She scans it, sure. and he and she goes, "Wait, did that say it's ninety nine cents?" And he goes, "Oh yeah, I got it over there in the used meat section." Mm mm. No. Zane. So now I only refer to it as the used meat section. Okay, <laughs> but fucking, it's not used meat, it's is not, it? No. It's just it's like just clearance stuff or that's whatever. Like either clearance or, you know, pork is fairly inexpensive. I anyway, was going to be so like, upset with you if you bought used meat. <laughs> I was going to be unbelievably upset Dude, with I was you. Like, it was everything I could do to not just cry and yeah, lie because I've I, never heard anybody say that before. Used meat? <laughs> What? I got my 99 cent bacon in the used meat section. Uh-uh. There's certain <laughs> shit that we were we were just talking about this that like there are words that will never not have a sexual connotation to them. Yeah. Moist. 
uh, girth. No, th- those yeah. are always. Yeah. I'm not even gonna Girdle. say sexy as. Uh, those aren't even like sexy in like a ooh la la sense. It's just right. like those are sex they're related. Just words. Yeah, they're hard to hear in a context that isn't sexual. Right. Used meat. <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh. That's a no no for me. We we ain't about that used meat. I dog. want zero used meat in my life. <laughs> what does that mean? And that has to be like a slip too, right? I would assume so. Or. A hilarious person right either he was the funniest dude i don't find general i don't i don't think i would find most people that shop at orange street food farm no. funny no i would not wait in our age demographic probably sure because they probably shop there because it's cheap correct and and they have a great beer selection yes um but like this guy was very he was just older there than me. yeah like so i would not expect him to be funny i'd okay. be like this place has been a Bazula staple for years and I yeah. shop here to support. And yeah, he's blah, probably too serious whatever. about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then he said used me and, and then, now he doesn't know it, but we're best friends. No, he had no rules from that guy. <laughs> That's insane. Used meat. Come on. Yeah. So now I always go and buy food from the used meat section. See, Albertsons has something similar. Okay, and I like, love that. Right. Yeah, I think it's the same thing where they package up their stuff that's either about to expire or, you know, well, whatever. And like, it, this makes it sound all horrible, but truly it's just like, oh, it's been on the shelf for a day and we can't sell it at the same price as we can sell something that wasn't right. there. It's so like, here's 20 Well, it was refrigerated or whatever. Thing. That's been the move recently is steaks from there that are like a day old. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, well, it's been off the cow for more than a day, so I'm not that worried about it. It's been refrigerated. Right. And it's not like it's gray. It looks identical to the one no. next to it. It's just a third of the price. And they're usually like pre-seasoned. I actually like enjoy selling I, or buying pre-seasoned meat because then I just I don't gonna have to worry that. about it. And they do a pretty good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I'm always afraid of over-seasoning meat, which is generally pretty hard to do unless tough, you fuck it yeah. up with like just pepper or just salt. Like, right. I put Montreal steak seasoning on a bunch of Love stuff. It. And so it's like, oh, if I put it on there so I can see it across the whole thing. Most of that's going to fall off if I slap it on the grill or right. it's going to come off in the oil while I'm cooking it or which no good, whatever. And so it's not like it's all cooking into the steak. I can just put it on there. Right. It's just kind of there. Plus, you can buy those and freeze them. That's true. And then they don't go bad right away. And you can eat one a week later if you want. And it's still going to be fine. That's been the move we found at uh, Goodwill. We found this like while it's like a convection plate. Yeah. Or a conduction plate or whatever it is, where you basically I didn't know this was a thing, but there's something about it to where the way it sits, like it it doesn't get hot. You don't plug it into anything. Oh, weird. But the meat thaws on it super fast. Like, hold on, let me ha- let me look this up because I I'm not explaining this well. No, I I understand and what like, you're saying, but it's insane. Like I I thought it was like one of those as seen on TV kind of things, like it right. didn't really work. It's like the green pans or whatever. Yeah, except I think those actually work. I don't know. Convection plate. Maybe it wasn't a convection. Nope. Convection is the convection like, like the hot ovens. Plates. Yeah. Um, that too, where you like you have special pots that you put on them. I'm gonna say meat thaw plate. That's what it is. Oh, okay. So yeah, so this is a thing. Like, what is a defrosting tray and how does it work? So they have goofy names like miracle thaw and shit like that. But okay, they're made of a material that has a high ability to conduct heat, such as copper or aluminum. Um, so it heats up quickly and also cools off quickly. Um, the physics 
tell us that two objects of different temperatures try to become the same temperature when they come in contact with another. Place a cold steak on a hot pan, and the steak heats up while the pan cools down. So that's why you don't want to overcrowd your pan. But with defrosting trays, you just they're really conductive metal. So when you put them on like a kitchen counter, it becomes ambient temperature, so right. like 70 degrees. Um, and then basically it just pulls the cold out of the steak, which yeah. is fucking crazy. Like, I assume everyone who listens to this has had at least one experience in their life where they spent all day playing, like, fucking Rugrats Reptar video game instead of thawing the meat Definitely. for dinner. And then, uh-oh, Mom's mom and dad are home. Way. Yeah. <laughs> and you suck. see your whole shit flash before your eyes. Yeah. Um this would have been a lifesaver in most of those circumstances. Had you gotten the call an hour before and it's like, hey, did you take that out? It's like, duh. duh. <laughs> Sprint in there, find the, the little metal plate and slap bad boys on there. How big is it? It's it, like- It's like a dinner plate size? Let's say- You could put two steaks on it, three yeah, steaks on it? Probably three. Nice. I would say maybe like 11 by 14. Okay. So- I'm curious if you could just like make a big ball of uh, aluminum foil or something and like- <laughs> Set it on there. Or just like layer a bunch of aluminum foil. Physically, could you do that? Sure, yeah, why yeah. not? It's the aluminum foil. Would good. it work? I don't think so. I think there's something to the fact that it's like thicker too. Right. So you it's see dense. like on like cooling blocks, right? Like if you have a big thick ass cooler, it can just eat more heat essentially. Right. So aluminum foil would probably work, but it's so thin that it right. wouldn't. Plus it'd be a disaster. Oh yeah, for sure. I don't know why I thought of that. I saw a life a hack decision. a day or two ago. First mistake. Of somebody who put cling wrap on their chest and then just spilled a bunch of shit on it and then just took the cling wrap off. <laughs> and I was like upset about it because I didn't disagree. Like I'm not going to do right. that. But I hated that it was like, because my first instinct was just don't spill. Right. And then I thought to myself, okay, how often are you spilling now? Answer? Yeah. Often. Like a lot. It's it's like most of those life hacks, though, is that like, yes, you can do it that way. Sure. But it's not a life hack because there's probably an actual just better way to do it. But this was like a hot dog where the ketchup squirts out the back. OK, where like. Well, and part of that nap, is just like a napkin. In. Yeah, well, like, but it spilled mid chest. OK. Got on his gut. First. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I know. What to say no, that. I know. This was my thing, though. Right. Because I saw it and I was like, No. And then I looked at it and thought about it for a second more, and I said, "God damn it, maybe." Right. But you I'm just never going to do that too. Yeah, but it's like if you're at like a restaurant, you can't just pick up a plate. And you're going to take cling wrap with you to the restaurant. No, I'm that. But that's <laughs> what I'm saying is like there has to be a better way. And obviously, the answer is just don't spill. Right. But that feels like kind of a privileged answer, if you're right. asking me. Don't spill. Hmm. You remember back when Michael spilled all of his burritos? All Dude, the time? I literally ate at Taco Del Sol yesterday, and all I could think about was him committing an actual hate crime against a burrito. <laughs> I've never seen someone eat a burrito more racistly. It felt like he just had disrespected all of a burrito's history by eating it that way. That is a perfect segue. I agree. Speaking of racism. <laughs> right. Speaking of racism. <laughs> well, two things. My buddy and I were practicing freestyling the other day, and you could pull up some beats where they have like words in the video. Oh, that's cool. And so it gives you words to talk about. And it's like, usually it's just like common words and whatever. And so I'm like kind of on a roll. As sure. we know, I'm not a good freestyler. No, but you and can so, go with it, especially if you've got like. Yeah. Give me a if word. If it's not give me just a topic full, or something. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going. And then the next word that pops up is racism. Mm. And I'm like, how do I trans? I, yeah, what? That's a, that's a tough. Can't do it. Yeah. And so it threw me off. It ruined the rest of the day. Um, but <laughs> I was at uh, Sano recently. Yeah. And 
when I tell you, I think my burrito was made out of childhood trauma. Sure. Uh, every once in a while there, they, they get a whole new staff. Like yep. everybody like a decides full to refresh. leave at the same time. They hit that and factory reset button. Whatever their training process is. It's not. It's more like <laughs> learn this as you go and figure out what works and right. what doesn't versus like here's how you make a fucking burrito. Yeah. Because I got standard chicken bacon tot, man. It's That's a good one. Incredible. It's a real good one. And I ordered whatever for Rose as well. And by the time we were done, he had had to replace her tortilla. And sometimes that just happens. The tortilla is sure. a little dry. It tears. Right. You got to heat this that. This was like that bad boy. He jammed his fingers straight oh. through it. Just um, blasted a hole yeah. through the outer sphere. And so he had to like give her a whole new tor- tortilla. Mine was like, you know, there's a balance of the ingredients sure. that have to go in it. Um, but he didn't like drain the liquid out of the salsa and like. <sighs> Yeah, you got a wet burrito. So he puts it there and it's all soupy. And yeah. you know, they're supposed to go. I, I say you go side, to, side. And then you go over, over and you and then tuck you it. Tuck and dip your and fingers underneath the and then roll. Yeah. yeah. No, he just like folds it in half and kind of like <sighs> squishes it. And then the Uzis start coming yeah, out duh. the side. And then he folds the sides over nope. and kind of like finishes the Because then roll. you have like pockets of tomato exactly. and shit on the side. And what? So wraps it up. Juice you're like, and all. that's not and I'm like, ooh, I'm going to have a hard time with this. You're, you're like, this is about to be a deconstructed taco. Everything about it made me not want to eat it. That's like, It even tasted yeah. off, which was probably just yeah. in my head. I know, but there's but something to it. it did not taste the same as what I was expecting. Well, and you see that with like dishes that objectively taste good but look fucking disgusting. Yeah. People are like, it's just not as good. So plating matters. Yeah. And I mean, if it's a burrito, plating is a pretty low bar to hit. Right. But it's one of those things that when you don't hit it, it almost makes it that much worse. I think it's the fact that I watched you. Like if you brought yeah. me a burrito on a plate or and it's like enchilada style or something like that. Like you Cafe watch the Rio, sausage it doesn't get made. fucking matter. Right. They slap theirs on a plate anyway. It's not like wrapped totally. for you. Um and so I don't care. But right. like, yeah, I have watched you how watch many the sausage get made. Half like, of those. Yeah. And that, that we like, could sit and explain how to do it, <laughs> right. having never worked at any no. sort of burrito based establishment. Yeah. Is no, it was, a, a sign that that person probably should bad YouTube it, right. my guy. Can that do? Would that okay? Would that have made you feel better though? Yeah. Like if he pulled up a tutorial mid burrito and was yeah. like, I think "Listen, like, man, hold on, I gotta check dude, in with my trainer." Yeah. If you're just like, "Yo, I know I'm goofing this so hard," but How did then you do that? rewind that a little. I feel like it's like well, a U-shaped response right. where I feel bad if he's the fucking it up, but I also feel bad if he pulls up YouTube and doesn't acknowledge that. Right. If he the okay response is he pulls up YouTube, but then is like, you see what's happening right. here, and it's like by all means, it's like I'm new. You want me to come around? The, I can come help with that. Well, and the other thing is, is I understand. We worked at the frozen yogurt shop. I've worked places where you're dealing with the general public. Right. And people are awful and whatever. I get it, but it wasn't busy in there. Right. And he still seemed like he felt like he needed to super rush. Yeah, it's okay. And so it's like, not only do you not know how to do it, right. you're also trying to work <laughs> too fast. It's like, I'd rather have you be a little slow and right. accurate and you can build the speed later than try to be fast and inaccurate. And my burrito sucks. It tastes like fucking not a burrito. All that reminds me of is the thing where it's like, oh, man, I took this pill and it unlocked 100% of my brain usage. And it's like, oh, so you're super smart now? It's like, no, I'm stupid faster. (laughs) And it's like, yeah. Accurate. That's what that feels like, right? Oh, for sure. I'm stupid faster. (laughs) 
I feel like that's where I'm at. Yeah. Like I've not gotten smarter, but I have gotten faster. Yeah, we've done this podcast for years, and um, just like hanging out with Michael and rapping and stuff, and having to come up with puns all the time. It's like now it's just too automatic. Like I don't have control over it anymore. (laughs) Zane, literally, I said this to Madison maybe thirty minutes ago when we were at the Euro store, and it was some some joke that was just not even a it wasn't funny right and b like it wasn't a good topic i don't even remember what it was i'm making it sound way worse than it actually (laughs) was it was just something dumb right but like it's it's literally an instinct now it's not a reaction it's automatic it just happens and i have to say not this time (laughs) brain thank you though yeah it's yeah, a bummer. It's it, it, just where we're at, unfortunately. Like, and it, it, a lot of people would say, like, well, that sounds kind of funny, though. Like, at least you're prepared for situations. It's like, yeah, except Until for- Until you hang out with me. Yeah, yeah, except for all the times where I don't want that to happen. Uh, so bad. Yeah. And you have to make them, like, age appropriate and stuff. It's like- Yeah, that is the tough part. That. But I don't know. Is that somebody knocking on my door? It sounded like I'm maybe. i check. Okay. Guys, this is the part where I talk to you. But yeah, in all seriousness, I do think that we can record one probably a month. I Like, literally, I feel like we probably would have recorded one faster had either of us realized that, uh-oh, it had been like half a year. Um, the nice part is that Zane still leaves the house, and so he has a bunch of topics that I think we're about to discuss here shortly. Um, I have less topics, unless you guys want to hear about NFTs, and I feel like no one does, which is fair. So go ahead and tweet us the deets if you want to hear about those. Or if you don't, go ahead and tweet us the deets anyway. I still got that on my on my phone, on that, that Twitter account. I wonder who he's talking to right now. It could be anybody. It could be a burglar. Seems unlikely. It seems friendly. It could be uh, somebody canvassing. It could be a Mormon. It could be a dentist, technically. I just feel like that'd be unlikely. It could be... A family member, perhaps. I don't think it is, but it could be. It could be a listener. Wouldn't that be wild? Don't do that, though. It could also be, you tweet us the deeds of who it could be. Guys, who showed up at Zane's door? Find out next week on Sur- this episode of Survivor. I've been watching Survivor a little bit recently. Not as often as I'd like. I'm more of an amazing race guy at this point. Because it was nice to be able to watch Amazing Race and watch people travel and be like, oh, shit, I used to do that. But then COVID, wah, wah. Um, I do think that Survivor has its place, but I feel like they've kind of played out the idea. I've liked the idea of starting to watch like Australian Survivor because it's the same concept, but with accents that are fun. Makes it feel different. Um, I also wondered, too, maybe if we have any listeners on the other side of the hemisphere, is there like an Australian version uh, cuz there's like Australian Bachelor and there's like Australian Survivor. Is there Australian Amazing Race? Like do they just start in Sydney instead? Maybe. We were I'm glad taking... you were asking this question like right as I walked in. Yeah. Because they also like Love is Blind, they have Love is Blind Brazil and That's Love is Blind Japan. Um yeah, I'm sure they have Amazing Race Australia. Cuz we were talking about Survivor. And by we I mean I was talking right, to myself right. about Survivor. What if it's like the right nice race? But yeah, absolutely fantastic race. Fantastic race. Can't even believe how fast these guys. Where are they race versus girls. But yeah, in, okay. But instead of instead of Phil Kogan, who 
sounds like Hulk Hogan, yeah. but isn't, uh, but Phil. Phil. Uh, instead of Phil Hogan, though, who is New Zealand, right. he's a Kiwi, and he is the announcer for the American version of Amazing Race. Right. Would they then have, like, fucking Buck Chadley or something like that come down and be the, like, Aussie or New Zealand version <laughs> of Amazing Race? That'd be great. Dude, I what if so. the whole show's upside down? Ooh. They're running on the ceiling the it's whole time? Up. That feels like something I shouldn't say. <laughs> It's wild. But I do think that Survivor is one of those things where, like, yeah, it's a really cool show, but for you'll hear this in the recording. Yeah. But I was saying that I liked watching Amazing Race more. Yeah. Because it was it felt like I could still travel for the last two years. Right. Madison and I are going to New York in, like, a month. Very exciting. It's going to be sick. I'm going to meet my exci- boss. Okay. That's not part – like, that is part of the trip. That's not the reason we're going. to New we're York going. to meet my boss. Kind of, though, it. right? No, we're going for, like, a honeymoon. Um. But also, yeah, we found a sick spot. It's by Central Park. Sweet. Um, my sister's there right now, and she was like, "Why aren't you staying near me?" And I was like, "Well, because I hate you." Because no, not <laughs> dude. She's doing so much cool shit. It's so fucking wild to me. She literally just like went to Wicked one night because her school had extra tickets. Because oh, she's good. just like she did a puppet show what? and like made the full puppet. What dude? It literally Zane. I tell I shit you not. It put me in tears. I was laughing so fucking hard. That's incredible. It's so funny. Is so, it like on YouTube or anything or like? Uh, I could try and get a recording for you. Okay. I don't think it's on YouTube, but it's very funny. Okay. It was like a school project. And I was like, what the fuck? My school projects freshman year were like, don't get stabbed by a kid in biology. I, no one tried to stab me, mom. It's fine. <laughs> that was high school. It didn't happen again. It didn't happen again. <laughs> um, so anyway, I, I think we can move on to a topic that you had. I was just talking about my reality TV experiences no i like that um who was at the door by the way i guess this oh, it was spoiler it was rose's mom oh shit so Mary. it was family i was right yeah. she i was she like came to uh bring over a card and some stuff so. i was saying that that was not out of the question right but wasn't unlikely either it wasn't fucking jeremy i said it could have been a dentist technically oh it could have been it, on, again unlikely i don't know why they'd be here right and would it be for dentistry based purposes mm. not necessarily mm. but it could be it could be. I mean, we're talking a wide swath of people that Just, could show up. Give me your teeth. Have you been flossing? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I'm bleeding from my Give mouth. Give me those chompers. Constantly. Dude, can you imagine? Everybody, dude, everybody goes to the dentist uh, sometimes. Yeah. And when they do, they've prepared for like right. three weeks before. And I wonder, sometimes, like, I'm hitting the point, maybe this is an older thing now. But like when I was a little kid, I would take extra special care to not have like a Garlic bad report something. card yeah. at the at the dentist maybe garlic i would probably eat garlic but i was a kid i wasn't cooking that many meals for myself so um but more just like i'm gonna floss super hard for the next three weeks or whatever because you can kind of like get it to a point and again i'm not an idiot i assume the dentist probably can see that too but like it always felt like maybe i've got a cavity but they're not gonna know about it because i'm gonna brush my teeth really hard and it's like why am i trying yeah defying cavities yeah i'll allow it (laughs) hiding cavities uh, yeah, I like it. Um, it does feel crazy to me, though, that we feel pressured to trick the doctor. Right. If it was like a serial killer, right. that's someone you should trick. If it was like a horror movie a villain, right. trick that person. Trick that person, for sure. A medical Don't professional. Don't do Maybe doctor. just straight up with them. Yeah. Although, it's I will. Dude, hold on, though. I will say this. There. This is going to sound like a blanket thing, and it might be. I feel like dentists are the judgiest doctors. Probably. Find me a judgier group. 
of medical professionals. No, because they're because your teeth are luxury bones. I feel like they are. I don't like that sentence one bit. I, I feel like you're they're paid to take care of like something like you only go to the doctor for bones if like, oh, you broke your bones. Sure. Or something like that. But you go to the dentist like you're just supposed to go to the dentist to make sure your luxury bones are doing OK. Yeah, but you're calling them luxury bones like not everybody gets. Because them. why is your dental insurance separate from your regular health insurance? Yeah, I feel like, like that's a different that's issue on top because my eyes aren't luxury eyes. They're just regular eyes. Well, they're luxury beans. Basically, they're fucking juice. Don't pockets. you dare. They're- they're yeah, they're fucking luxury Capri Suns. Right, because they're Capri Suns that talk to my brain. Your optic is included in your regular insurance, dude. If though. you're born in Australia, do you just see shit upside down? Because that's what your eyes are doing anyway. Right, it's like when you you just skip that step of flipping it. Yeah, it's like or, how your brain dude, adjusts to dude, stuff. Or or you see everything the right way. Right. Because when you get it, right, you're seeing right. shit upside down and your brain says, nah, dog, flip it. Right, exactly. But if you're seeing shit upside down yeah. and your brain flips it to upside down of upside down. It's like if you read backwards long enough, you don't become Eastern Asian. You just can what? read backwards. <laughs> what are you saying? Well, their writing goes the other direction. Oh, <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure I've never had a substantive enough change like that. Never been reading a book and been like, whoa. But you don't look at things upside down and become Australian, right? Yeah, I guess. But what I'm saying is that, whatever, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it's apples to oranges, man. But the dentist is definitely the judgiest group of doctors. Yes. That's a take that I feel like pretty comfortable and not individually as a whole. I was just listening to another podcast the other day where they were talking about how people lie to their their doctors yeah consistently right like it's like they're supposed to be there to help you why are you lying to them but why would you not why the fuck you lying yeah or why like, you, do you always do drugs lying? uh they really just want to know if you're using needles you know yeah but i feel like that's also point. like like the irs being like no 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 report you have to report your illegal activities it's right. like I know, All that cash you have hidden. I know in technically your house. I do, but also it feels like a bit of a catch twenty two. Right. I'm not, you're not telling. If on anything, yourself. that incentivizes you to get away with it, right? Exactly. But like at the doctor, it's like, what are you getting away with? A heart attack? Like <laughs> get holes in your mouth? So that's the thing. It just feels like <laughs> getting away with a heart attack. Ah, uh, kinda. I got arrested. Cardiac <laughs> got, style. Ah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Um. Fuck heart attacks. Uh, yeah, I feel yeah. like that's a non. I feel like that's a non-controversial stance that I can yeah. take is Man, the fuck heart, fuck heart attack stance. Um, I but I want to say this: what if I think of a group of medical professionals that are, I don't want to say that are easily deceived. They may not be. Yeah, but that are most likely to have someone attempt deceit towards them. Right, dentist. Yeah, I think general so. practitioner probably second. Right, but it, that, like as a kid, yeah, where it's like. You would go and it's like, oh, how you feeling? And it's like, yeah, fine. And it's like, don't say fine. Say your elbow clicks. Why does it do that? Say you feel like you've got too many ribs. Right. You shouldn't. <laughs> say your back talks to you at night. You got ghosts they in should your know, blood. They Better should know about, about that. it. Dude, but at least they could prescribe it then. Right. But instead, like now that I, I think it's a you're paying for the insurance part of it. Right. Now it's like, I'm going to tell you shit that you didn't want to know about. I'm going to tell you about a math test in seventh grade in case that gets me some fucking. And they're like, oh, you need a psychologist. It's like, no, I need help. And they're like, yeah, that's what that's for. They're like. Me. Yeah. Well, but I'm saying like, if I go to the doctor now, I'm trying to get everything taken care of. One go. (laughs) 
Right. Do you have one pill that takes care of this? Yeah. Could and you, you know what would take care of that? A heart attack. Yeah. They're like, I can prescribe that. Keep it up, buddy. If you die, you're probably. But then are. I also wonder if it's a if it's like a self fulfilling prophecy thing too. Where like, what if I went into the dentist? Weirdly, like just straight up about it, be like, my teeth kind of hurt sometimes. Yeah. And then they're like, and oh, they're your like, teeth are falling out. Oh God, really? Fuck. Or they like don't take you seriously because they assume that people are like. Like if I go in and the baseline understanding is probably going to get lied to right. as a dentist, then I'm not going to trust what that person says inherently right. and do my own thing. But if the baseline is I feel OK and you assume things are OK to somewhat not OK, if I come in and say something is somewhat not OK, do all of a sudden you jump and elevate that automatic base assumption to somewhat not to very very bad right when in fact i might just be right about my diagnosis because it's my fucking mouth right it's like the pain scale of like one to ten you're like it's supposed to be your one to ten right and so the problem is they I'm have a, to yeah. take your word for it right you know if you're like oh i'm a, i'm at a six and they're like well fuck my six is like pretty bad and you seem like you're doing okay or the other way it's like oh, well, six is pretty high and you don't seem like you're doing that bad. Like, right. Do you ever think about like, what if, because there's random pains that everyone right. gets. Right. I'm no stranger to those. And we're no stranger to love. You know the rules. So and do so I. So do I. Um, I wonder every once in a while, like people like, <laughs> this is going to make me sound like a bummer <laughs> of a guy, which maybe, but you ever think about those hypotheticals where it's like, what time would you go back in time to? Right. Like we would do this at Johnson. Yeah. And Joey would be like, I want to go back to the 14th century. He's like, no, you like, don't. Cool, you'd be dead. Yeah, bro. You would be, be dead or enslaved and that would be very bad either way. You're bubonic. Yeah. There's really, that game is fun for like a upper class white person. What right. time in history would you go back to? Anytime. Any doesn't matter. Always going to be good for you. Do I anybody else? Past 35 yeah, or? Anybody else? Don't play that game. But then like, I also think too, like what if you switched bodies? Because people like to think about like the. There's like the horny teenage version of like, oh, it'd be cool to have boobs or whatever, right. right? And then there's the like more practical version of like, oh, it would be really interesting to see like the trials and tribulations of both sexes. That would right. be interesting. But then there's the third one that gets too literal with it, where it's like, what if like if I'm five ten and I switch into the body of somebody who's five three, am I gonna feel like I'm squished in there? Right. Does my soul fit their body properly? What does my if they have random pains, do I accept all of that pain right at the moment of transaction, like where you switch? Right. Or is it like you just go about your day? Like and you are you going to process it? Like, yeah. Are you going to process that differently? Like if I have a sore knee historically, somebody switches in and they have perfect knees but a bad elbow. Am right. I going to be like crippled by this elbow pain? And they're going to be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> or is the pain tolerance, does that part stay? Right. Because truly some people have a really high pain tolerance. Right. They can yeah, just Are you exist. experiencing their level of pain or your level of pain? I had a part of my body ailment. actively bleeding into my body for like literal years. And I yeah. was kind of like, yeah, it's not great. But it's good. bad. Right. But I was just like, it's fine. It just locks up sometimes. <laughs> I just fall down sometimes right. in pain. Tyler had uh, venom living in his knee. Literally, dude. He had a symbiote. Dude, that's honestly how they described it. He described it as your body just did a little too much. Which it, it, I don't like that. Yeah, but also like, like maybe it's if not, it's biceps or something. No, but like. if it's not inaccurate, right? Like I also do just a little bit too much sometimes. most of the time. And so like that my body would just follow that path. 
He just did a little just, extra. He's just trying to show off. Yeah, he got a new a new knee he inside was just his knee. Feeling himself. I'm in the building and I'm feeling myself. But do you ever wonder, like, like I just imagine if I switched into somebody's body who felt like they were okay, they've right. been living with that their entire life, theoretically. Right. And just like, do you just accept that amount of pain? And is it based on your tolerance? Right. Or would it be like a crippling experience because you'd go in and feel all this shit that you just don't ever feel? See, here's, I, I want that <clears throat> to feel how they feel because mm-hmm. that's, the only stuff that I can't rationalize in my brain. Thank you. Like, I feel like I'm a fairly competent thinker. Yes. Maybe not the most competent communicator. Sure. And speaker. Happens. But I feel like I think well. Right. And maybe that's just because I live in my own brain and understand kind of. It is yours. It, it is. So. I, I like to think. But like, you know, when you're like talking to somebody and they they start explaining stuff and you're like following along, following along, and then they draw their conclusion. And you're like, where the fuck did you get that <laughs> yeah. answer from? Huh? But they're like convinced because there are things that are like, oh, yeah, you do this, 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 and we get this answer. And that is the answer. And it's it's kind of right. like math. You have a um, one, two, three, five situation. Right. You're like, exactly. It and, feels uh, like we'd get there eventually, but I don't know where four went. <laughs> no idea. And so I want to be able to understand how they get there because yeah. I can't wrap my brain around that. That's right. Even if I understand all the steps they took to get there. Right. And to me, that feels like you came to the wrong answer. Sure. Like, regardless. So I want to be able to, yeah, A, see, okay, is this really as painful as you're telling me it is? Maybe it feels that painful to you, or maybe what we're experiencing as the same pain right. is well, it's you're that, just a baby. It's that discussion of like, do you see the same green I see? Right. And it's like, well, we're forced to assume that we do. There's right. no way you could ever know that. Right. And then it's interesting with people who are colorblind because it's like, well, right. I mean, what if they're colorblind is they just see this thing and I just see it differently than them. But it's right. still the same. Like everything has an objective color. It's a reflection of light. Yeah. And so like, like – Oh, like this is a blue couch. Right. We agree like, that it's dark, but what's yeah, the blue that you blue. see or understand versus the blue And at that, that point, that it do. doesn't matter as long as we're like, as long as it's blue to both of us. And, well, and this is not, please let this not come across as like this new unique discussion. This is the thought that no. every person yeah. basically has had, Hopefully. high or otherwise. Um, <laughs> but, but I do like that theory of it being a different thing because it helps explain super artistic people. Yeah. Or like, like super creative people where it's like you see these beautiful masterpiece works that we all agree on. And it's like, right, that person had the insight and ability to recreate faithfully something that our brains all agree looks really nice. Right. But it's not necessarily that it was like, oh, great. It's a beautiful shade of red. It's like, well, whatever that objective color is, no matter how our subjective brains perceive it, we agree that's a pretty cool thing. Right. And I like that element of it. Yes. Yeah. This is the shit I think about at workout. Most of the time, <laughs> just dinking around, and it's like I've got really into with you online. And you're like, well, why? How? Mm-hmm. I thought I was pretty clear. Yeah, I thought we were on the same page, <laughs> dude. I it cracks me up too. This I I joke that my job is like the sex panther of jobs, and I pray that my boss is sixty percent of the time. It's good every dude, time. No, yeah, literally, I work sixty percent of the time, a hundred percent of the time, guaranteed. Right, and they would probably vouch for that too. They were on this morning, and it's yeah. like it's Saturday. We should not be on. But we all, again, like I said, we work. You work 100% of the time, 60% of the time, all the time. (laughs) No, because then, because that, that would be like, I'm breakneck, but only for some time. It's like, no, I've got a slow burn forever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. And so, 
and so it's cool, but like I specifically messaged on the Discord today and like tweeted out and was like, I'm hanging out with friends, IRL today, like we're getting drinks tonight. Like I will probably be away from my keyboard. I shit you not, less than an hour later, somebody DMs me and says, Hey bro, you on? And I was like, Yup. Just no. for you. <laughs> What's up? And a super nice guy, would love to chat Whoa. with him. But also, like, you have four days to just chat with me. And I specifically said I won't be here today. And the crippling irony of, hey man, you on? Just to shoot the shit, right? Yeah. But that being said, I also am very thankful that we have a group like that who will ask, like, hey, I've made a friend. Are you on to chat? Because it's like, well, that's cool. That's literally my job is to facilitate that. And there are a lot of communities where I know people wouldn't do that. So, again, it's this blessing of, like, great, we did it. And then, oh, no, (laughs) we did it. And it's also the hard part of, like, being good at stuff. Because people just expect you to continually be good at stuff. And you're like, did I put myself here? Or like, yeah. Have I, I done too much too fast? <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I want to be good at this. It is my job. But right. also. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I'm walking up to the door and I'm responding to an email from a different country about a partnership opportunity. And I'm like, like, oh, it's 8 a.m. over there. <laughs> yeah. Right. Dude, I live on East Coast time now. Oh, man. It's like I didn't realize it for the longest time. But I kept waking up between like 6.30 and 7. And you know me. I wake up early as is. But like normally that was 8, 8.30 for a 9 o'clock start. Right. And now I wake up like 6, 6.30 for a 7 o'clock start. Dang. And then by like 3, everything's kind of done because that's East Coast hours. So I work 9 to 5 just two hours earlier than that. And so it's been like funny because I'll get shit done around 3 or so. And friends of mine who work on the East Coast or are – in that Eastern time zone are like, yeah, let's hop on and play games. I'm going to cook dinner. Yeah. I'm like, wait, why? <laughs> and so my eating schedule is all fucked up now too. I eat at like two o'clock. Cause I'm like, well, maybe I'm hungry. I don't know. I skipped. It. I don't know what I am. Or I have, I get hungry at like 10 cause I had breakfast at six. Right. And I'm like, well, but I guess, yeah. In my internal clock, it's saying this is about as long as it would be. Yeah. But then I'm either starving by dinner or I ate at two 30 in the afternoon. Cause I just forgot. And I'm like, oh, shit, I guess. Like, yeah. And then dinner comes around and Madison's like, hey, what are we cooking? I'm like, I don't know, something a few hours from now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll eat. We'll eat later. Yeah. Fucking eating's weird anyway. Just like getting yourself on whatever kind of schedule works oh, for yeah. you. And so if you're like body's telling you one thing and you're like trying to plan around another thing, you're like, oh, well. Well, and one of I the guess. best, one of the best things that I've been really focusing on this year is the idea that when you're hungry, your body isn't telling you how much quantity-wise you need to eat. It's right. telling you how much it wants you to eat something. Right. So it could be eat a granola bar, but it's saying, eat a granola bar! Right. I hope there's nobody out there. There might be. It sounds like there could I be. I think Rose is home, but, but then, But also, sometimes it's being like, eat five steaks. Right. And it's like, but it's just whispering that. Yeah. And you might be super... So that's been the distinction I've been working on, is like, am I... Loud hungry, as in, can I just have a small thing and be fine? I just need to have it now. Yeah. Or am I truly the deep depths of hunger? Right. I'm in which case, I need soon. to like eat something. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Cheeseburger. Yeah. yeah. Cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. Almost cut off a man's head with the lawnmower. Dude, have blade. you seen the mug root beer thread on on TikTok? No. There's like. I don't I saw know. A guy mix a monster in a mug the other day. I hate that. Chug it. But yeah. There's uh, there's like 
I don't know what it is, but it feels like somebody has adapted mug root beer as like the blue collar root beer. It's a, and it it's feels always like it, but it's like I don't drink this other garbage or whatever. I drink mug like a real man. Do they like, put the little guitar? Like ba- it's, so it's basically you know that. What it's like to drive a full But I don't F-150. know what like the meta of <laughs> of mug root beer is. Because there had it, yeah. to be some guy who got on there and just fucking went off about fuck barks and A and W is for communists and don't dip my chicken in my root beer. I only drink mug. Okay, yeah, dude. Okay, so here it is. Did mug moment. It? Based on the so- dude, literally, yeah. Based on the uh, soda brand mug root beer refers to a joke made first on a Vine Sauce Twitch stream. I don't know what that means. Memes using the catchphrase "mug moment" uh, <laughs> came about in March 2020. Um. So some streamer was playing Black Mesa, and during the stream, he asked his viewers, what's a root beer that's like a giant dog on a chat responded, mug. He said, is mug any good? Um, the chat started spamming mug, and its mug turned into a copy pasta. Um, but now, it's just like, yeah, mug root beer moment. And for those of you who haven't seen a mug root beer, it's like this bulldog it's thing McGruff with a- <laughs> that looks like it's sitting in a dive bar. Um... And this is, yeah, we don't have Tweet of the Week necessarily, but um, somebody said, you never see these kings advertised, just content in their own space, for, forever waging a cold war against each other with no shifting front lines respect, and it's barks and mug. Yeah. But recently on on TikTok, I've been seeing a lot of like um, really anti-barks content <laughs> and really pro-mug root beer, but it's in like the... I remember it used to be Barks has bite. Barks does have bite, though. That's yeah. the thing. And mug is a much smoother experience. It is. Are you okay? But this I is love the thing. AMW, though. Are you a Barks boy or a Mugs man? <clears throat> if I have to pick between the two, sure. I'm probably taking Barks. I feel it's like more familiar to me. I feel like it, it's the same for me. Mug might taste better, yeah, but objectively. It's, it's kind of the it's okay. So Coke has that. That kind of bite to it, yeah. That like a little tartness, not yeah. tartness, but the kind of no, fucking. It's got some zip. Yeah, that's okay. That's a good word for it. And then Pepsi's a nice smooth experience. Yeah. And did I feel you like, see they're coming out with Pepsi Nitro. Okay, I did, and I was just gonna ask you about that because it looks fucking insane. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, it's like when you get like a Guinness. Yeah. And you pour it, and it's got the little ball in there or whatever. It's they infuse it with nitrogen, and so when you pour it, it has this huge like foamy like top to it. And it apparently smooths it out and all this shit. I saw a dude try it and he was like, it tastes like Pepsi, but with a different flavor. Yeah. And it, I was like, what does that mean? It tastes, I've, I've seen somebody say it tastes like Pepsi flavored ice cream, essentially, as a drink. That sounds fascinating. Right. It sounds like something I'd be interested in. It, lo- it was like one of the most beautiful looking drinks I'd seen. Yeah. Anything with nitro in it where it pours out and it's got all the so fucking nice. cool foam. Like Anytime I go to a brewery, I check what the nitro is first because generally that's going to be the best experience fair i just don't i'm we'll have to look into the here's the thing i think mug and a and w are very uh closely related a and w is a very smooth like vanilla sort of yes nice root beer and barks is more like uh dad's or something yeah where it's a little more on like it's not gingery, but it's a little no, more it's on definitely that, the, that bitey side. Yes. I found the account. It's called Mug Enjoyer, and I can't vouch for anything on here. I've just seen it a few times. But, like. Mug root beer. I wear basketball shoes and boot cut jeans. 
I'm a part-time cashier at Circle K in Galveston. Don't you ever talk about my face, my family, or my mug. Yes. Or my mug. <laughs> but, like, that... You ever take a dump in a mug? <laughs> <laughs> that description... That guy, I'm a part-time cashier at Circle K. Don't you ever talk about my faith family or my mug. That's the shit, dude. That's what I'm trying to explain. Incredible. And that's that's spot on brand. Right. Without like you see that dog, that's what that dog sounds like. And how do you end up there? Like, because there's no other choice. And and I love too that it spawned into this thing that there's like there's another account called the dog from mug. <laughs> And it was them like my family got A and W crying emoji and then walking down the stairs really fast. And then it's just a, another shot of them like pushing their thumb in and out, like, yeah, woohoo. And it says drink mug root beer. <laughs> <laughs> so this mug meta has really mug. gone. Dude, I'm here for it. But ge- those are the kind of jokes that are like so generally harmless. I feel like I can really get behind them. It's so specific. Yeah. And it's such a weirdly passionate thing that should have absolutely no passion behind it. <laughs> But that somebody even satirically went out of their way to make an account called Mug Enjoyer. I feel like those are the the best things to get really hype about. It's like if it's like your your politics or whatever, like mm-hmm. have your opinion. Sure. Okay. That affects people. Get weirdly but if it's fucking about root beer. Yeah, get super specific. Get into it. Go go all out. Defend your root beer until you die. Somebody said that exact thing and I couldn't agree more, where they're basically like, I love when I talk to people in like a given age group that are super passionate yeah. about the most random shit. Like where it's kids like, that love dinosaurs. That's like the basic Oh my god, yeah. Like I've yeah, T-Rex. they shake. Yeah. They're so excited. They're like, I want to tell you about the Leopleurodon. You, they're like, you can't even say Leopleurodon. Yeah, I can't say Leopleurodon. No one can. It's a mystery word. Right. It's impossible to pronounce. What are you, a scalientologist? Damn. Uh, <laughs> but but when people are like, yo, apple juice, am I right? Apple juice fucking slaps. Apple juice is the greatest invention since sliced bread. Right. Apple juice bussin. Dude, that's, I feel like going back to talking about your brain just making jokes, those are the rabbit holes that my brain loves mm-hmm. is like, yeah, apple juice. Or like Joey and I one time went to a party and nobody knew who he was, so we pretended he was my brother from Hawaii. Which I love. Oh, did, yeah. Who did juice tasting, juice tasting for a living. Yes. And he's like the one who came up with different, like passion orange guava. He had a hand Right, he was like, the guy like, behind Pog. And so we just con- like convinced, and it was so funny and fun to just come up with more and more and more ridiculous and that shit. hurts zero people no, benefits everybody right. hurts nobody it's juice <laughs> what the fuck is helps juice? the economy you know like that's a, dude that's such a i forgot about that that's such a funny fucking scenario dude, though it was great plus it was like a an office themed party like you were supposed to wear office attire and so he was in a hawaiian shirt and a necktie <laughs> and so dude, it was just perfect dude, if i wasn't going to these events on behalf of time right i would a hundred it's all fucking anonymous like i'm like one of the more doxed people in the space right but like that would be so funny to just show up and be some guy with like a wild ass story because eventually you go to enough events and finally you go to one like a year from now yeah. where like six different people recognize you at the same time but each has a fully different backstory and none of them are correct. They're like, oh no, that's Chuck Buckman from yeah. Australian. Right. <laughs> Australian uh, fucking it's like amazing when, race. Yeah. It's like when you try. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like when you try and blend your uh, friend groups but like you've told them all different stories <laughs> and purposefully hidden other ones and then one comes out and it's like, what? Like, oh, he has a 
dog. It's like, no, you just didn't tell yeah. us that. Yeah, it's like, hold, no, uh, uh, no, this is why you guys never met. Like, what the fuck? <sighs> oh, man. I got like one more Please. good story here. We can hang out for a bit. And it was, it's, it's a short one, but I have that. And then I have some rapid fire things to throw at you, Okay, Tyler. let's take them. Um, I went to the gym. How was that? Uh, it was good. <clears throat> Trying to be back in the gym recently. But um, there's this older gentleman and by older, I mean, like, probably pushing 80. Sure. Um, that, I've, pushing you know, Pete. he's around. I've seen him before. Like, yeah. I'll say hi to him. and But I hadn't seen him in a long time because I just switched back to uh, my gym from um, from where I was. Sure. And uh, See, I was where I was, and now I is where I is. Exactly. I've been what I bees. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I walk up and I say, hey, how you doing? And he goes, good, good. How about you, man? And I was like, I'm doing well. It's good to see you. It's good to see you. He's like, yeah, yeah, good to see you. Well, um, you know, I'm going to get back back to my workout, you know, uh, uh, Black Lives Matter and all that. What? And <laughs> <laughs> they sure do, sir. And I was like, in my head, I just kind of like nodded and like walked off. But in my head, it's like, is that offensive? Yeah, should I be upset about that? Like, should, why do you, like, I, I appreciate the sentiment. Yeah, but. But do you need to say that to somebody's face? No. <laughs> and that's the wild part is that it's like. Like that's by a, acknowledging that outside of just like. That's a read the that room. Kind of like your. Yes. That's just how if you you're go about protest, your life. If you're at a protest. If you're on the streets with signs for a specific cause. Right. Hell yeah. If I'm just saying hi at the gym. If I'm just. Yeah. That's like when somebody says, hey man, how you doing? And you say, not that well. Let me tell you. And it's like, that's not yeah, what I was here inappropriate. for. Nope. Like, read it. Yeah. Uh, and so that, I, I just had to like kind of because again, <laughs> well intentioned. The, the sentiment was there. I appreciate that, but but in the moment it feels offensive. I'm just trying to get a pump on my <laughs> like, guy. I'm not trying to. I got to go do some calf raises. And... Right. <laughs> I'll be over here mattering. <laughs> right. You're not gonna go up to somebody else and go fucking hey, good to see you, man. Yeah, good to see you too. You know, blue lives matter. Yeah. What do you <laughs> like, mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Don't... That's. That's one of those like trying too hard to be comfortable or cool, and in right. instead making it the opposite of you both missed of those. the meta by a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, again, just... I mean, kudos for that person. Yeah, like being kind about good for it for him. It's it's not like something that is terrible. No, like, but you're not hurting it's... anybody. But at the same <laughs> it's time, not great. Don't just don't just walk up with people and like, yeah. hey man, <laughs> hey man, BLM, sure. Like, am I, I don't to disagree. You yeah. or you went for a handshake. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't. This is. Are we shaking? Are we shaking hands? Are we yeah. back to that now? What is the? Like, yeah. Is the elbows? Like, I don't have a mask on, but should we hug? <laughs> oh my god! All right, I got some quick fire things for Please, you. Please shoot them right um, at me. Pew, pew, pew. Uh, and you can choose to respond to these or not respond okay. to them. Okay. So, and uh, we can just go through them. So, uh, do they shuffle sliced cheese like cards to get the little papers in between them? Mm. Mm. I want to say yes, but I don't think that it would split easily enough to get the papers in. Probably there. not. And how do they get them? But there might up be a so machine. Well? There's probably a machine that goes. Yeah, which I hate because, like, I, dude, it'd probably look cool as shit on like a how it's yeah. made. The cheese slicer takes the cheese, inserting a slice of it's waxed slow motion paper. cheddar just fucking. We can see here that the cheese slides in from the left, while the piece of paper slides in from the right. 
Once the cheese is packaged, it's sent off to its forever home. <laughs> you may buy this cheese at Costco. Here at the Tillamook Factory. Also, go, Tillamook go tour Factory's the Tillamook fucking Factory lit, sometime, Yeah, we did. It was if great. You have. Um, I ate too much food there. Uh-oh, so much <laughs> It cheese. happens. And then there's a place up the street that does ice cream and mustards. Damn, like ice cream sounds, and mustards? In this yeah, economy? it sounds like mustards, uh, fucking sausages, and ice cream. Shit. All right, next thing. Uh... Is the a drugs is a drug dealer's pseudonym a pseudonym? Like is if that you a have drug? a like if you're like if your name's Tyler, but sure. you write a book under a pen name, that's yeah. a pseudonym. Right. right? Uh, yep, know what that is. Is a is a pseudonym for drugs drug dealers? But is pseudonym like a drug? It I don't sounds think like so. one. That's what that's the point. Oh, okay. Maybe. Is that is that like It could be. Yeah, you're for like, the sake oh, of that's conversation. Greasy Mike. Yeah, that's I, buy my, I buy my weed from Greasy, Greasy Mike. It's, it, the problem, though, is I feel like that just leads to confusion of, like, are you trying to buy whatever Sudanol is, Right, too? yeah. I think that's So let's say no for that one. Okay. Um, the line, faith in humanity restored is trash and people shouldn't say it. I agree. Because That's, that's all I because, have that. No, I agree with that fully. <laughs> because A, shouldn't be. It's like live, laugh, love. It's just been beaten into the yeah, ground. And it's, it's like, yeah, and it's one that has crossed the line from even, like, used sarcastically or funny to just, yeah. like, no, we're past it. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't like it coming from people who feel like they're in a spot of importance. Yeah. Either. If your life is going pretty well, you didn't need to have your no. shit restored. My healing humanity is restored. Okay. Um, last one. What happened to Yalkaida? <laughs> they're out there. That's one of the funniest words. <laughs> Yalkaida is so goddamn funny. Just went from like hearing about it to not hearing about it. So like, <laughs> yeah, there was some other good ones too. Um, I don't remember what they were, but y'all kind is my favorite for just a group of like vigilante people yeah. in the U S that makes me laugh a lot. <laughs> um, dude, I got, I got a, I got a, a tweet of the week or two. I'm scrolling through here. I'm, I literally have to find the ones that aren't about NFTs given that that's my whole fucking account right now. <laughs> This one comes to us from Pizza Hands McFatty. Okay. Um, I told my psychiatrist that I always have songs stuck in my head, and he wrote down something. Probably that I'm cool. <laughs> do you do that? Is that a thing that is just a few of us out here? There's like, there's, I can't think of a point in the last decade or so that I haven't had at least one or two songs playing in my head at any given time. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I usually have a song stuck in my The problem is they're stupid songs. No, I yeah, I mean, same. I've been listening to a lot of, like, house music because it's good to work to. Yeah. Um, oh, man, I'm so glad I found this. Um, but, like, but that's playing in my head right now. Nice. Just two of them, which is good. BPM's pretty similar. So yeah. it's You're a lot right. harder when it's two that don't go together. <laughs> this one's from uh, Dumbfounded. Okay. At, uh, Dumbfounded. Um. Just got a PS5, gonna piss off my real gamer friends by playing chess on it. Damn. What the fuck? Don't do that. Um, this one, I'm gonna show you the pictures, too, because I okay. feel like it adds to it. Audience, you can look along. This one comes to us from Rap TV Fan, and it just says, Pusha T ordered spicy ramen at the ramen place, but he tried it, and it's spicier than he thought? That's it. That's the whole tweet. <laughs> Rap TV Fan, fan <laughs> really thought they were doing... <laughs> Something here. <laughs> but like, but all it is is a picture of Pusha T and then like a generic stock footage photo of ramen. But like, it doesn't specify where. It doesn't say like he had a reaction and had to go to the hospital. Pusha T ordered spicy ramen at the ramen place, but he tried it and it's spicier than he thought. That's it. Oh, man. 
That's not a tweet. <laughs> um, this is a Twitter account that I feel like needs more love. Okay. Um, it is Miguel Watson, TNAQ, at Electric Miguel. Ooh. And this tw- this Twitter tweets based on fucking eels. This eel, what? Miguel the eel, okay. at the aquarium sure. in uh, Tennessee. Okay. Okay. So every time he zaps, which could be any time, a tweet goes out. So you just get tweets that say, bleep boop, zip, skirt. Oh. Pop. Sure. Crackle. Okay. Snap. Oh, all three of them. That really is just it, huh? The whole account <laughs> is just whatever noise is generated by this eel okay, zapping. Really One funny. I retweeted was Kerbuzzle, K-E-R-B-U-Z-Z-L-E. I like that. I like uh, a good word that I've been using a lot is hornswoggled. Oh, man, yes. That's a good Got one. Absolutely hornswoggled. Yeah. Flam flammed. He, he had one the other day that was like uh, boom fickled or something like that. That's a good one too. <laughs> it's like, what are you? Um, this one comes to us from Dam Randy. Okay. Who says, sometimes it's not what you say, but how wildly your arms are moving when you say it. <laughs> I got to agree with that. Did you see this thread that was uh, from George Poynton at George Poynton? Uh, I asked a group of six year olds to pitch me a new film idea, movie, or. F- Pitch me a new film idea. Move over, Hollywood. A thread. Okay, oh, so I'll, okay. I'll just read a couple of sure, these. Sure, please. This first one's from Rory. It's called Burger Monster. Oh. Genre, fighting. A burger realizes that if he eats other burgers, he becomes bigger. Eventually, he becomes so big, he tries to destroy the world which created him. Rory will play the burger, and that's non-negotiable. Okay. Fast-paced, fattening, and fun. <laughs> yeah. So it comes from J.J., World War 100 oh. genre space war sure the world is, the 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 year is 4070 which let me just say if we have 97 more wars between now and 4070 <laughs> i guess that's a lot longer i was thinking 30 yeah that actually seems like yeah, a pretty okay decent, fine it's a lot uh, yeah the earth as we know it has gone different planets are fighting over control of the galaxy earth now has a Earth, now a tiny rock called Small Earth, is trying to recruit an army to defend the legacy of humanity. Blade Runner meets Star Wars. Right, JJ, I'm in. Okay, yeah, I would watch that. Uh, Let's try this one. This one's from Ravi, uh, and it's called Money Cannon, and the genre is money. Oh. (laughs) A crazed trillionaire builds a cannon and fires all his money into the air. What seems like a gesture of goodwill ultimately leads to chaos, greed, and destruction, holding a mirror to humanity in the state of society. Oscar buzz has begun. These are from six year olds. <laughs> I mean, they're good though. They are. That's the problem. Why, why can't I come up with a money cannon? Damn. I would want that is the thing. Yeah. Um, let's see. I don't know that I have any more. Oh, actually I do like this one. This one was a little, it's dated now. Okay. But um, it was from Tony Ferraro, and it said, Hot Girl Summer is over, and it's now disgusting slob boy fall. Everyone get your sweatiest hoodie and a meatball sub, and let's party. I'm in. So, uh, (laughs) actually, we'll end on this one, I think. JLP, uh, J. Leo Phillips says, The average person swallows over 32,000 spiders per second. 
That's wild. That's been your science fact of the week. Thanks. That and koalas run 75 miles an hour. They're fast. Faster than you'd believe. And if you don't believe that, that just proves my point. Yeah. So, anyway, we'll see you guys sometime soon. Bye. Bye.